just me in here, unforgetting the forgotten, reaching into my library of thoughts, and letting go of my grasp on reality. So what the fuck am I going to talk about today? <laughs> I don't know. I just decided today we're just going to go on a rant. Why not? Let's just get it all out there. And I feel like I'm just going to pick something from my list. And on my list is, <laughs> I have a very weird list, but we're going to go with manifestations today. Yeah, I'm just feeling it. I think that today is one of those days that I don't want to follow any fucking rules or scripts or research or <laughs> like plan shit. I don't want to. I'm just going to let it be organic. It's just going to happen. <laughs> I need days like that. I love days like that. It's an adventure. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And it's great. So let's see what happens. Here we go. Okay, so... What the fuck is manifesting? <laughs> oh, this is so weird and awesome and like makes me feel kind of like a wizard <laughs> sometimes. I think everybody's just a big giant wizard that's making up all the shit that happens in their lives. They have no, you have no idea that you're just a fucking wizard. <laughs> So, I mean, everything you do, all your choices, um, all the people that you come in contact with, all the opportunities, you're just manifesting all this stuff. So, okay, manifesting, what is that? That just means that something that it's proof of reality that something is happening. That's it. So for us to exist, what we're just manifesting our own existence by all kinds of different means. I mean, so thoughts manifest things, uh, light and sound manifest things. But okay, so when does does the manifestation come from? Is that a, like a vibration or a frequency that comes from somewhere else? Like where where does it get to where you can just, okay, now you've manifested your existence. You, you are alive um, in this reality. So now you can manifest a body and you can manifest, you know, what kind of hair you want or you manifest the other beings that are going to be around you. Do you manifest everything? Have I, have I manifested like all my friends and family and my parents? Doesn't it seem weird that... Like the beginning of time doesn't actually start at like the beginning. <laughs> I sound crazy, but it's true. So my parents obviously came before me. Okay. Uh, but did they? <laughs> like what if I manifested all of that so that I could be here? So the beginning really wasn't like before me and like the planning of the the world and the universe and then all the volcanoes and the water and the land and then animals and then humans and then, you know, hundreds of thousands of years of stuff and then my great, 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 greats that became my parents and then me. What if the beginning was me? And everything else came after, even though it came before. 
I feel like this is explaining the universe way better than some Big Bang bullshit or something that starts on a linear line where this is where you start and this is where you end. No, you can start in the middle and the end could be right back in the middle. <laughs> and now I'm going in circles. Okay, so manifesting. So you can manifest your entire existence. Boom, here I am. Okay, I've done it. Woohoo! I'm I've manifested me here. I've manifested this computers and this microphone so that I can start podcasting. Um how did that manifestation start? So obviously like it's these yearning for things or like wanting to try to create something into existence. Some people manifest great things. Some people manifest shit things. Like you can get yourself into a funk. Now funks happen to you. Don't get me wrong. You They can happen to you and you can manifest them. So let's just say some people are really good at manifesting bullshit things. Like they just, they, they thrive on the misery or the stress or the anxiety, like that game of back and forth bullshit. They're actually manifesting that. And some people can do it to the point where if they worry too much, they start manifesting things physically on their, in their bodies. You know, like cancer can be manifested. I'm not saying everybody who has cancer manifested that bullshit. That's not how this works. <laughs> but it does happen. I mean, hauntings. Okay, this is a big one. So let's just say there's this kind of old broken down house that hasn't been well taken care of or just some oddball lived there and it started to get this reputation of, ooh, that house is creepy. Ooh, I think something weird's happened there. Ooh, I think it has bad vibes. Oh, did you hear that I think that it's haunted? Oh, they say that when you go in there, uh, you know, like things start to move around and all of these stories and all of this energy that people start creating actually fucking manifest a haunting in this house that never existed there before. It was never haunted until people manifested it. Boom, haunted. Shit's happening there now. What the fuck? How did that happen? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because we manifested it. <laughs> you can definitely do that. Um, I know of places that that is exactly the case. You know, like it was just all of this talk and all the energy of all the people putting in manifestations into creating this mysterious location and boom, now there's weird shit happening there. Um, I think a lot of hauntings happen like that. A lot of hauntings are energy that is being pumped out from the universe, whether it's coming from the people that are living in it, the people that used to live in it, because that energy is still there. Okay, if you sit in a chair for a decent amount of time and then you get up and go do something, the energy and the essence of you is still in that chair for a while. It like takes a little bit for it to go away. It's kind of like your shadow, you know, like this shadow energy follows you around. Ooh, so if it's following you, I wonder what kind of shadow energy is leading you. You know, like being tugged in both directions. It's not just behind you, it's in front of you too. I wonder what kind of leading shadows I've got. Ooh, they gotta be good. I got, I got good places I've been and gone before. I got some great shadows <laughs> that are doing shit with me. Okay, so, <laughs> squirrel. All right, so energy is not just in you it's around you you pump it out shit your heart pumps out like a 
what is it called? Oh, uh, electromagnetic field that goes outside of your body. It, it's like around you like this big bubble so that it can kind of feel out, you know, the, the energy around you and the environment that you're in. Your heart energy is bigger than you. Put it that way. How weird is that? Like you put on your clothes and you're like, this is how big I am. No, <laughs> you're like a lot bigger than that. All the magnetic fields and the energies that are within you, they're not even in you. They're outside of you. They're around you. They like go out with little feelers like bats when they're doing their little echo shit. That's what your body's doing constantly. So if you've been walking around in a place for long enough, that energy is still there. Like it's still kind of doing its thing, feeling out the environment and existing in this universe. So hauntings and spirits and ghosts and oh my God, it just goes into <laughs> this whirlwind. Okay, when I was little, I thought I knew everything. You know, like when you have that that kid confidence and when all the weird shit started happening to me, man, I knew what a ghost was and I knew what a, an angel or a demon or an alien was. I knew like the difference between all of those and the older I get, the less difference there is between all of them. Like the thinning of all of that stuff you're just like, whoa, okay. I honestly don't think there's a difference between almost all of those things. I think all of those things just have different names based on the people's perspective that they were experiencing things. I just think that it's all the same thing with different names. So on that tangent, back to <laughs> manifestation. So there, there's so many things that we're manifesting. So if this is like a simulation, are all of us, okay, th this is so hard. Sometimes, you know, I know that we're all one. It's just one of those things where, yeah, we're all one big thing broken down into all these separate little pieces. So the big thing can like play, you know, nice or not so nice with itself and have something to do. It's not all alone. It's separating itself out so it can have all these cool different experiences. So one thing can have billions of experiences now instead of one thing having one experience. That's what we are, I think. <laughs> Fuck, I could be wrong about everything. Who knows? You know what I mean? <laughs> But who cares? Let's roll with it. So if everything is one, but we're still all connected, I get that, um, you know, we're all separate just because we have separate perspectives, but we're all one thing. So we're all connected. So is everything manifesting this universe and then the individuals are manifesting the experience? Mm. I don't know. I always just go back to the never-ending story where, like, whatever you believe in is real. And if you no longer believe in it, it's no longer real and no longer has any power. So if, <laughs> like, money. Okay, money is such a weird thing. Like, I used to be like, oh, money's stupid. I don't like money. It has no actual value. It's just a piece of fucking paper or now just some weird digital number that doesn't even exist. It's just floating around in the ether. But I was like, it doesn't 
show like if I have five dollars and you have five dollars, my five dollars doesn't show how much harder I worked for something or how much time and energy I put into something or how creative or how wonderful or how awful of a person I am. My $5 has no difference in how hard somebody else's $5 was to get or how creative they had to get or how fucking lazy they were and they still got it. There's no difference between that $5 and my $5. That's why I always used to be like, fucking money is stupid. Like it's the dumbest game I've ever seen. Who started this game? (laughs) We need to get rid of it. But the game is being played. So I can't think like that anymore. I have to be like, no, I enjoy money. I like money. I want more money because what I'm going to do with my money, my $5 is going to mean more than their $5 in the end because I'm going to add value to it. I want it to do good things. I want it to be able to help people like, you know, if I can help myself, I can help my kids, I can help my family, I can help my friends, I can share that value with people. So that's why I decided to change my views on money. I would like some more money so that I could do more good things. But that's manifestation too. You can manifest money into your life. What? Okay, so there's the law of attraction where, you know, like attracts like. So if I'm an awesome person... <clears throat> I can attract other awesome people. It's true. It really is. And if you're a shit person, uh, you're gonna attract other shit people. So when you have a crap attitude, you know, that's the kind of attitudes they're gonna start to be attracted to you. So be very, very careful, especially like in relationship stuff. Like, so I'm saying because of past ones, not not a <laughs> present one, but relationships are difficult and not just like a boyfriend, girlfriend. I mean, like friends, family, all of those relationships. It's so, I remember when I had my first uh, duplex or my first house that I bought was the duplex and I I just wanted it to be like this sanctuary of good vibes. So I I really didn't want anybody in my home who was willing to be, you know, hurtful or yelling or mean or any of that. No, I just didn't. I was like, no, that we're not having that here. You can go. Bye-bye. And for the longest time, it was great. That was kind of all the things that were attracted to my house, like with my friends and with the people that I wanted to associate with. Because when you're in your 20s, you feel like you are all over the place and you have all these friends and they're not really your friends. They're just people that you're hanging out with sometimes, which is cool. Like I had some awesome parties at my duplex. Hello. <laughs> it's like one was my sister. Oh, my God. We were in Jamaica. And I think somehow she got here before I did. Fuck, how did that story go? Maybe we just got back from Jamaica. I don't know. All I know is that there was <laughs> the day we got back, there's a note in my duplex from my sister saying, was it, was it my sister or was it my best friend? Either way, they left a note saying that we were going to have a keg party that night. <laughs> That it's already happening and everyone's already invited. <laughs> it's like, all right, so the vacation has never even stopped yet. But 
and it was great. It was really fun. Like we had all these fun adventures that we were able to have with all these great people because of the intention of the manifestations of the types of energy we wanted to be around. Um, if you and other people can manifest you, which sounds weird, but not like, oh, I created you. <laughs> Maybe they did. I can't say for sure. But let's just say that they're manifesting a relationship with you. Other people can put that shit out there and attract you like magnets. Like somebody is manifesting you right now. Like right now. Somebody's like, oh, I mean, think of it like this. Somebody's like, oh, I just moved to a new town and I don't have any friends. I need a new friend. And they're like, I want somebody who enjoys, you know, drinking wine, going out dancing, um, watching scary movies, talking about weird shit. <laughs> that sounds like my stuff. But somebody else could be manifesting someone who um, they're like, man, I need a responsible person to come in here and work for me that I can depend on. Um, those are manifestations. People are manifesting you right now. Someone's like, oh, I really want a, a good guy in my life who's good at cooking and is good with kids and, you know, whatever. Those are manifestations. Someone is manifesting you right now. So when you think about that, if somebody's manifesting you, that means that like attracts like. That law of attraction, they're pulling the you to them. So they're looking for certain qualities that they're like, check that box, check that box, check that box. And when those boxes get checked, you automatically start sliding toward this person like a Monopoly game. For real. So be careful what kind of person you want to be. Because if you want to be manipulative or sneaky and sly and be okay with like stealing from people, like this is a, I, when my kids were really little, I was trying to tell them how to, you know, like stealing is bad. You do not want to steal. And sometimes just saying that doesn't fucking mean anything, you know, like you're like, whatever. Okay, cool. But you have to have either the experience or a mirror of the experiences reflected on you. So I told my kids, I was like, okay, well, if um, you're going to steal that candy bar from your friend, you have to be okay with your friend stealing from you. And they were like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's how the world works. And this is how manifestation works too. So if you are okay with, I don't know, cheating and stealing and lying. You have to be okay with all the people that are going to do the same thing to you because that's who you are attracting. What? Don't do that. Okay, so if you want to be successful, you have to also attract other successful people. Now, this is a hard one to think of too. I've been self-employed for most of my life. I really enjoy I don't know, just being unapologetically creative on my own without somebody telling me what the fuck to do. I mean, I'm a great employee too. When I work for somebody or I'm, you know, freelancing for somebody, I I enjoy thoroughly trying to create whatever it is that they need me to do and do it well. I like to be on time. Well, I didn't when I was in my 20s. 20s are great. You learn all the bad shit that you should not be doing anymore. <laughs> I was always late in my 20s. 
I think it was because my mom, for some reason, when we were kids, always had our clocks set 15 minutes fast. Like my whole life, time is a fucking lie. (laughs) Because mom had all the clocks set 15 minutes ahead. So you had to do this weird fucking calculation all the time of like, okay, so 15 minutes, I can be 15 minutes more late or I can be 10 minutes more late so that I can have only five more minutes to get ready to be done. It was like a mind fuck. And I was always late because I always assumed I had 15 more minutes of time. It was like my my concept of time was a little bit off. I, th- I always had more of it. And I didn't. I was always late. <laughs> so time doesn't even exist. It's not real. We'll go off on that one another time. Another time. There is no other time. <laughs> it's just right now. <laughs> but anyways, okay. So I was always late for things when I was in my 20s. And then when I started dating my husband, he was like, what kind of weird shit is this? Why are you fucking the clocks up? And I was like, I don't know, because that's what I've always done. And he was like, no, this is stupid. And he turned all the clocks to normal time. And I was like, oh, wow, like this really is much easier because now I know exactly what time it is. (laughs) And from a job where I kind of got in trouble from being late all the time and the combination of making the time right, I was like, you know what? I need to make more of my time because I just lost 15 minutes of it. So now I'm always 15 minutes early. Okay, guess what? I just did the same fucking thing in reverse. So... I am. I'm 15 minutes early to everything now instead of being 15 minutes late. So does that mean I shifted time 30 minutes or just 15? It doesn't matter. Time's not real. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So back to (laughs) the beginning of manifesting success. So for me, being self-employed, I did everything by myself for a very long time, but it was so hard to get really far with anything because for one, I can't clone myself, which would be oh fucking awesome. Oh my gosh. So many awesome things could happen if I could clone myself, but I can't. And so you realize that you need others to help you. You need other opportunities, other great people. And so to get bigger and better at anything, you need to surround yourself with others that help you to get there. And so you want to surround yourself with other successful people. And this is really important because otherwise you can get really stagnant after a while or burnt out because you're not being stimulated or somebody who's kind of like a cheerleader for you to try something new or take a risk or learn how to do something different, you know, from a different perspective. So surrounding yourself with successful people will also get you into successful situations. No matter how smart you are or how good you are at something, if you're doing it all alone, your success rate is lower than if you're doing it with other successful people. So that's what I want to do. I want to find other successful people to get involved in things and learn something from because I have a lot of knowledge, but I don't know shit compared to all of the amazing things that are happening into this universe. So I'm always open to like listening to other people's perspective. 
So even as weird as I am. Okay. So I remember one time where I was like, oh, I'm a complete hypocrite is I have weird shit that happens to me all the time. And there's only so many people you can be like, so guess what? I woke up last night and there was a face floating in front of me that was completely this green woman and my eyes flew open and somehow I scared her and she like dissipated and went away. (laughs) Who do you turn around and say that to? You know, so one time I remember somebody coming at me with this story about how they were fairies in their backyard and that they like saw them every once in a while around this one bush. I cannot remember the exact, uh, you know, person or circumstance of the story, but I remember the story. And in my head, I was thinking (laughs) fairies. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, no, I did not. I just judged their weird story. And that's exactly what I don't want people to do to me. So I was like, nope, never again. I'm not going to judge. Tell me all about the fairies in your backyard. I want to fucking know. Tell me, tell me, please tell me. Because that's how you let go of all your, you know, preconceived notions and your bias about anything. Just be like, you know what, from right now, whatever's going on, whatever you're going to tell me is real to me right now so that I can learn more about it. And that's the best part about manifesting is it's endless. There's no rules. Actually, there's a few rules. <laughs> I need to learn some more of these law of attraction rules. I mean, it's pretty much like, uh, you know, ask the universe, which is yourself. So you're just having a conversation with yourself. You're pretty much convincing yourself to let yourself do things. <laughs> If you feel like you aren't good enough to go get, you know, some big wig job, that's because you told yourself that you're not and that you can't. Nobody else did. It was you. And even if other people are telling you that, it was you who decided that they were right. So don't do that. Have more faith in yourself. Trust the process. I don't know if I even like that fucking phrase. I mean, I know there's a process, And I know that I have trust in myself and my higher self and this whole reality thing. I do trust that it came from a good place. I don't trust all the, uh, what do you even call it? You know, like there's bad, evil people out there. And I hate to say this because it's like I'm not siding with them, but I understand the duality of this place because when you no longer are seeing it from inside yourself and you step outside yourself and you see it as you're looking down on it, bad things are only bad because we've decided they were bad. And good things are only good because we decided they were good. So if you look out in nature and you see that there is a tiger chasing down an antelope, that antelope, that's a bad, bad thing. You know, they're going to die. But for the lion, that's a good thing. They're going to be able to eat and feed their family. So what is good and bad? There isn't any. There really isn't. It's just the perspective that we decide that it's good or bad. I am clearly not for any harm to people. And to think that that's not bad, like killing somebody is not bad, is such a weird concept because to me, it is. So then my reality, killing people is bad. 
So I'm not going to do that. And to other people, for some reason, they've decided it's not bad. And that that's what they're going to do. No. But when you step outside of this reality, you're just seeing that they're it's decisions that were made and that were played out so that they could understand this reality more. I wish there was a way to do it without harming people. Oh, my do no harm. That is always my motto. But how do you know, like even certain things with, I don't know, people talking about climate control and pollution and I don't know much about that shit. I'm not a scientist, but I do know that the climate on this planet is going to change if humans are here or not. We can influence it for sure. But, you know, is that a bad thing or is that a good thing? How Can you put decisions on forces of nature? So are fires good or bad? Well, they're good if they're cooking your food. They're bad if they're burning down your house. So are they good or bad? Like, <laughs> I don't think that they're either. I think they just are. And we decide. We manifest what we want it to be. So now my question is, can we be manipulated into manifesting certain things? Uh, yes. I mean, maybe that shouldn't have been a question. Maybe it should have just been a statement. So sometimes I feel that people are so manipulated. Poor fucking humans are just manipulated all the time. So like when people wanted to be all mad about political shit or, you know, COVID shit or just anything... It, it, I feel like these poor people are being just manipulated. And so what if it's the job of somebody to manipulate us enough that we start to manifest the issues in our world so that they can create a problem for them to try to, you know, use over us? What if... This sounds weird, but what if, you know, like with illnesses with people, you know, that can be manifested in them through anxiety or abuse or fear, fear is a big one. If you make people afraid for their lives, afraid for their children or their health, afraid for their well-being and their survival, what if just that Fear starts to manifest in them. And if you can do that on a global scale, get where I'm going here with this, uh, you can actually manifest illnesses and wars and all kinds of crazy shit in people by getting them to do that themselves on a massive scale. What if we all were manipulated into an illness? What if we are all manipulated into political bullshit? I don't do politics first. My husband tries to pull politics shit on me all the time. And it is the biggest (laughs) waste of my energy and time. I always look at him like, "Mm, no, all of this is fucking professional wrestling. (laughs) Okay. 
none of this is real. I mean, it's real because they're playing it all out, but they're, they know the script. They've been practicing. Um, they're all friends. They know who's going to win. They know who's going to lose. There's a big show. Ta-da! Everybody's cheering and chanting and voting. And then in the end, it's, they already know what's happening and they have season two, three, and four all ready to go. <laughs> We're just here for the show. No, thank you. <laughs> But manipulation can cause manifestations. So what about like other weird things? So if we can manipulate a haunting and we can manipulate people's beliefs, beliefs. See, I think whatever you believe in creates your reality. So you start manipulating that like with religions and stuff. Oh, I mean, that's kind of the stigmata thing, right? Where somebody starts to manifest the signs of the stigmata because of their beliefs. I mean, you can physically manifest things into your body. So if you can do it into your body, couldn't you do it into other conscious living organisms? I mean, what about other beings that are existing like can you actually manifest angels and demons and aliens and ghosts like and that maybe not just not when I say manifest I don't mean like you're creating them but what if you're creating that connection with them so now they can interact with you like you are manifesting a doorway you're manifesting um, a spark. You're manifesting uh, a way for the two of you, <laughs> two of you, man, there could be lots of them, but you and something else are manifesting uh, being together in a situation. So sometimes I wonder, just because I've opened myself up to accepting all the really amazing, you know, things that can happen in this universe, if then in turn, it is like the never ending story where I am creating the stories in my thoughts and then they're actually manifesting into the physical reality. What about, okay, so we were talking about shadows, you know, where you've got a shadow behind you, but you could have a shadow in front of you. What if you're connecting with a shadow in front of you and the one in front of you can already see and predict like the decisions. And so it can just reflect back onto you, your manifestations ahead of time. What? <laughs> where are we going with this? Okay, so now let's talk about tulpas. So if you don't know what this is, it gets really creepy. Okay, so tulpas can be created by lots of people concentrating on one thing to create it and manifest it. So it's like a, a Buddhist or no, a Tibetan um, creation and meaning. Um, it's like they're created, a tulpa is created through intense ritual visualizations and there's lots of different ways of doing it. But when you get enough people to do it together, it creates and manifests whatever it is that you are focusing on and creating. But the thing is, once a tulpa is created, it has a life of its own and it no longer needs people to believe in it. What? Okay, so if it doesn't even need you 
to believe in it anymore and it can still exist, this is a fucking superpower. I am under the assumption that believing is existing and creating and not believing it's just not in your wheelhouse. It's like religious people. You know, if they believe that you've got a heaven or a hell to go to, that's it for them. Like they get Target or Walmart. That's it. <laughs> they don't get to shop anywhere else. <laughs> but for people who don't believe that, their game is way different. They can go to TJ Maxx. They can go to uh, Ross. They can go to Bloomingdale's. They have lots of places they can go. Like because their beliefs have created more options for them. And now they have options that exist. that's kind of the way I always assumed it. Now I'll get it. Okay. So if you're like, well, I don't believe in dogs and dogs still exist. That's, I mean, maybe if we got like a million people to not believe in dogs anymore, maybe they would start to fade away like the nothing uh, in Never Ending Story. But apparently in Tibet, a tulpa does not need you anymore after it's created. So, okay. What if we are tulpas? What if we were manifested because many concentrated enough to make us? And then once they made us, we had a life of our own and we could choose to do whatever we needed or wanted and we no longer needed our creator to believe in us. What? What happens if your creator no longer believes in you though? I mean, that's a direct definition of a tulpa. So are those like lost manifestations? I mean, I guess you're not really lost because you know where you are, but your creator is no longer believing in you. So do you find a new one? Is that just what it is? You're just switching. Can you switch creators? Even though you've already been created, you're like, meh, I'll pass. Let's find another one. Let's manifest a new creator. I mean, It seems stupid, but if we go with the concept of the beginning doesn't start, you know, at one point and then builds up to the end, the beginning can be anywhere in the middle. So can you change? Can you manifest a new creator? Does that make you the new creator? (laughs) I don't even know where I'm going with this. Okay, so what happens when you get into a relationship, so you get married or boyfriend, girlfriend, and then you have kids, and then you have this household full of different people that are all manifesting different things. What kind of manifestation soup is going on in your home? (laughs) Because one person's manifestation, do they have to battle with somebody else's manifestations? Like if you've got to like the like attracts like thing going on, can they counteract each other? So it'd be like, quit manifesting your shit onto my shit. (laughs) Is this, how do you deal with that? You know, like for the most part, if you've chose somebody to be with you and then you've made people together, you're going to have very similar likes, but you know what? Everybody has kind of like the opposites attracts things going on to certain degrees also. And every kid is completely different. I mean, what if one of my kids' manifestations is battling the other kids' manifestations and they don't even know it? 
Like there's this invisible battle going on of whose manifestation is going to win. I mean, I don't really feel like there's that kind of uh, competition going on in my household, but it makes you wonder if if you're with, let's just say there's a relationship of somebody who's a very good person who's with a very bad person and the reasons they're together is, I don't know, something weird like, oh, they have a good sex life or, oh, he's got money or, oh, she, you know, I don't know. You, you just never know. But what if these opposites are together? What happens with the intent and the manifestations of those kinds of people? I mean, does that just make the good person a little less good and the bad person a little less bad? Because of the other person's manifestations? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so how do you unmanifest something? Where you're just kind of like, you know what? I'm done with you. This isn't working for me anymore. Can you just be like, and I'm done. And then it's just gone. And you can start from scratch with new manifestations. I mean, I think so. I think you can recreate yourself every single day. Honestly, as weird as that may be, tomorrow you can wake up and be like, I want to be a painter today. And the next day you're like, I'm going to be the most positive person ever. And then the next day you could be like, fuck the world. Let's burn it down. I mean, you could change your, you know, you could be a new person every single day. So that's really good for some people who have, you know, hit rock bottom or have changes to make. You don't have to just rely on the bullshit from your past. You can become whatever you want to become whenever you want to become it. I mean, you can't just be like, I want to be a billionaire. I mean, there's <laughs> there's a journey. You can choose your journey anytime you want. So yeah, I think you can undo your manifestations. Maybe it could be instant, like instant karma. I mean, I'm kind of a karma person because I feel like what you do you know, when you pump that out to the universe, it does come back to you. And I always told my husband that he has instant karma. So if he ever does anything, I don't know what he told me sometime. There was some story about some KU jacket that was left somewhere. And he was like, oh, man, I felt like it was for me. And he took it. And I was like, well, you better go fucking scoop some poop across the street at the neighbor's house or something really fast because you have instant karma and he was like good idea and he went and did it because he knows that that is real for him <laughs> but like instant manifestation is that kind of like instant karma i uh, i don't know I mean, what if everything I just said is contradicting everything I just said? So if you can't un if you can unmanifest something, is that the whole Tulpa thing where your creator no longer believes in you? Is that unmanifesting? So if you're unmanifesting it from one side, it's still manifested on the other side. It's just no longer connected. So follow me here. I'm trying to follow me here. So you decided to put all your energy into something and manifested it. And then, ah, a tulpa. But then you were like, no, I'm done with you. And so you don't believe it anymore. And the tulpa still exists, but now it's no longer your manifestation and you're no longer connected, but they still exist separately now. Is that like multi-dimensions? Is, is that how dimensions get created? You unmanifest or unconnect or unbelieve. And then, boop, there's another dimension. <laughs> I don't 
don't know, but that sounds cool. How many dimensions are there? Every undecision you made is another dimension. I mean, that is so hard to fathom. That's a lot of fucking dimensions. And then that's like a billion dimensions for me and a billion dimensions for you. And <laughs> how could you ever, like, how, how could you move and maneuver in between all of those dimensions? I mean, if they're all connected still somehow, there's got to be a roadmap of how you can get to all of those places. <laughs> going too far out there <laughs> how many dimensions can I connect with today let's try something like if there's okay if I decide I'm deciding things every minute so every minute I'm undeciding things too where am I <laughs> who cares it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where I am because I'm right here oh what about this okay so Let's say with this podcast, you decide to listen to it. Okay, so now all of a sudden, I am a tulpa in your dimension. And we exist together now because you chose to listen to me. And for all the people who didn't choose to listen to me, I'm still existing in another dimension, in their undecision dimension. But all the decisions that they do make can lead back to their undecision dimension and have a friend who did listen to me recommend me to listen to them. <laughs> and now we're here again. <laughs> Whatever. 